Welcome to Changing Your World with Creflo and Taffy Dollar. We believe that when people understand grace, they will be empowered to change their lives and all those with whom they come in contact. Now, listen to the life-changing gospel of grace. Basically, under the old covenant, this is what you got to do in order to get blessed. But those are not the words of the new covenant. That's what you had to do to get blessed before the cross. Now, let's look at the requirements of getting blessed after the cross. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. That was, that was pre-cross right there. Now, if you'll think with me for a moment, you just read something that church folks do in a day. I got to keep the commandments in order for me to be blessed. I got to keep the commandments in order to be blessed. I got to be obedient in order to be, to be blessed. If I'm not obeying the commandments, then God won't bless me. The attitude is with church people today, I got to do this first in order for God to do that. I got to do that first in order for God to do this. If I don't do that first, then God won't do that. A whole church has been riddled with what I do first in order for God to do that. Now look what happens here. Verse 13, are you there? He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So that takes care of the curse. According to after Jesus went to the cross, you've been delivered from the curse of the law. So I don't know what your granddaddy did, what his daddy did, what your mama did, and what her mama did. After the cross, you have been redeemed from the curse. I said you've been redeemed from the curse. If you are a born-again Christian, don't you, talk, don't you talk to me about, you know, you're gonna, you know, the curse of the third and fourth generation gonna come on you. No, that was pre-cross. But after the cross, the third and the fourth generation ain't gonna mess with you because Jesus has delivered you from the curse of the law. Somebody shout, I'm delivered, I'm delivered. from the curse, from the curse. Of, the law. of the law. How many of you believe that? You believe you delivered? So, so don't go around here. If something happened in your life, well, it must be a curse because this is the same thing that happened to my daddy. And this is, no, 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 no. For you, you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. All you got to do is believe you've been redeemed from the curse of the law and you ain't going to do what your daddy did. Man. Doctors ask you, did you have anybody in your family that had a heart attack? Well, it's a good chance you're going to have one. Correct the doctor. No, 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 you got to understand. That was pre-cross, you understand? But now that Jesus has died on the cross, I have been delivered from the curse of the law. Turn to your neighbor and tell him you've been delivered from the curse. Now, that, that doesn't mean the devil's not going to try to curse you. You see, the curse is actually done with words. You remember when Jesus came to the fig tree and he looked at a fig tree that had leaves on it, but it didn't have figs on it. And he said, he said, no man will eat fruit of thee hereafter. So with words, he spoke negatively to the fig tree. Now, let me tell you something. That was pre-cross. I don't know how many people have been speaking negatively about you, but you can't curse what God has blessed. 
I don't care what they saying about you. I don't care how long they saying about you. You cannot curse what God has already blessed. They can tell you you're sorry because your daddy was sorry. They can tell you ain't going to be this. You ain't nothing. You're nothing. You're going to die this same way. No, no, no. You say, no, 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 baby. That was pre-cross. That was before the cross. But now that Jesus has hung and bled on that cross of Calvary, I have been delivered from the curse of the law. What you say? Boy, that bad boy, that goes to college, baby. <laughs> All right. Christ has, man, I miss cooking in this kitchen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, verse 14. Now, the reason why you're not cursed no more, because Jesus took it all on himself. That the blessing of Abraham might come on you, the Gentiles, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So now notice what he said. He said the blessing comes on you, not because of what you do, but because of what Jesus has done. See, you're blessed because of Jesus. Say that. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. You're blessed because of who? Jesus. You're blessed because of who? Jesus. Now, if you believe that, if you believe that you are blessed because of Jesus, lift your hands up right quick. I believe I'm blessed because of Jesus. All right, all right, now watch this. Now say this out loud. The blessing is working in me. The blessing is working through me. The blessing is working for me. The blessing is working. I'm blessed because of Jesus. I'm blessed because of Jesus. Not because of what I did first, but because of what he did first. You see, after the cross, the order changed. It's no longer what you do first that enables God to do, but it is what Jesus does first that enables you to do. Y'all didn't hear what I said. Uh, before the cross, it was about you having to do something first in order to enable God to be able to bless you. But after the cross, it's what Jesus did first in order for Jesus to enable you to be blessed. Because of what he did, I have been enabled to be blessed. But under the old covenant, before the cross, it was something I had to do first in order to enable him to bless me. See, we're still going to church the same with that same attitude. I got to do something for him to bless me first. No, he's done something first so you could be blessed. After the cross, the order was changed. It's no longer if you first, it's Jesus first, and then you are able to receive what he did. Did y'all get what I just said? Ooh-wee. So the order changed. So are you saying that obedience is not important? No, I ain't saying that. I can hear some of them now, oh, praise the Lord, we ain't got to be obedient. No, that's dumb. Now hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that obedience is not important. Obedience has its place in our life, but not as the requirement for the blessings. Obedience has its place in life, but not as the requirement for the blessing. 
So the phrase, obedience gives birth to blessing, throw it in the trash can. That is now invalid. Obedience after the cross is no longer the requirement to get blessed. Before the cross, it was the requirement. Under the old covenant, before the cross, obedience was the requirement for the blessing. But after the cross, mm, Jesus and your faith in him is the requirement for the blessing. Are you listening to me? Obedience is still important. But how, you know, people are not, people can never, none of us under the old covenant, none of us had, we didn't have the ability to be perfectly obedient. You were destined to fail. Eventually, you weren't going to be obedient somewhere. There was no wonder in Exodus chapter 20, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't believe I'll go there, but go to Romans chapter 5, 19. Let me show you something. Obedience is still important. However, people are not able to be perfect in themselves. That's why Jesus came to be the perfect Lamb of God for us. We are not blessed because of our own obedience. We are blessed because of Jesus's perfect obedience. We are not blessed because of our own obedience that was under the covenant. We are blessed now because Jesus is perfect obedience. Let's read out loud Romans chapter 5 verse 19. Ready? Read. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made what? So we've been what? Did we become righteous? What happened? We were made righteous through what? The obedience of Jesus Christ. So our own obedience still has its place, not as a requirement for blessings. So if, it, if it's not as a requirement for blessing, what is our obedience? Our obedience, listen to me carefully, our obedience is now the fruit of the new nature. Our obedience is now the response to what Jesus has already done. Ah, oh, follow me, folks, follow me. My obedience, see, when I got born again and I said I believe Jesus, he created the new nature on the inside of me. So now, obedience in my life is not the requirement for the blessing. It is now the fruit that I can produce because I'm a new creation tree. And as a new creation tree, Obedience is the fruit that I bear. All right, let's, let's work on this for a minute. A righteous lifestyle will not produce righteousness. But righteousness will produce a righteous lifestyle. A holy lifestyle will not produce holiness, but holiness will produce a holy lifestyle. He's live. God getting ready to turn some things around in your life. Sometimes direct. How many believers do I have in here right now? And always anointed. 
Creflo Dollar, streaming live from Atlanta and New York City, Saturdays at 6 p.m., Sundays at 10 a.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Stay connected. No matter where you are in the world, Creflo Dollar's just a click away. Catch him live three times a week at CreflodollarMinistries.org. This concludes today's message. Thank you for supporting Creflo Dollar Ministries as we blanket the world with the gospel of grace. Ministry resources such as books, CDs, or DVDs are available by calling us at 1-866-477-7683 or by logging on to CreflodollarMinistries.org. Also, join us every Sunday morning at World Changers Church, Boston, Massachusetts for a powerful worship experience and life-changing teaching from Senior Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar. Service is held at the Holiday Inn, located at 69 Boston Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02125, in the South Bay Shopping Center behind Best Buy. Doors open at 9.30 a.m. and service begins at 10 a.m. For more information, contact the church at 617-297-7212. We believe that when people believe right, they will begin to live right and experience success in every area of their lives.